0: Hey hey hey, hey people! Good to see you it's a wonderful, wonderful Monday today it's, it's I call it snizzling <laughs> it's raining and snowing at the same time, so it was a nice icy drive in but I'm glad to be here and I have with me my wonderful help helper in research and stuff Trish Trish is uh, one of the wonderful folks that uh, actually take uh takes the time out of their busy life to try to make sense of. What is at this point, I believe, the uh, 68th Legislative Assembly Mm -hmm. that's going on, correct? Yep. Okay. Um, We're going to be trying to disassemble some of this assembly and...
1: (laughs) Oh, if only we could. Uh, Well, here's
0: here's the thing. Um, Your your eyes are going to roll back a little bit in your head, folks, and we're going to probably maybe get some numbers wrong and stuff because it's very, very confusing. However... Uh, there are literally almost a thousand bills that are going before our legislators, and uh, I have to believe that many of them probably aren't quite being read with the depth that maybe they no. should be. Uh, well, you know, I mean, I, I, I just it, to be honest, it's it's very confusing. But what I have had Paul do is Paul has put a link out there that will take you to the actual 68th Assembly bill link. It's uh, There'll be a hashtag on it, and it probably will also be on the Facebook page. And uh, it's it's easy to g- at least get to the link. Once you get to the link, what happens is you have the ability to either enter the number of the bill or maybe the person that you think put the bill in, or you can even just... Put something concerning the bill, like property taxes, right? Health and human services, or something like that, and this will take you directly to said bills, which is what we've been doing. Have
1: keywords though? They do because, like, I know the one about. Um, where we we magically cured sudden infant death syndrome. I searched for it with the word sudden, and it didn't come up. Nothing came up. Well, do me a
0: favor, and um, uh, tell me a little bit of how the North Dakota legislature has a bill that is going to cure not just sudden infant death syndrome, but the other thing I took when I was looking at that was, you know, we have a thing that's going on nowadays called die suddenly. Yeah. And I think it's being actually put forth because of this.
1: Um, I think that you're right. Um, the, the law change doesn't apply to adults. It applied the, the previous law that we had in place was specifically for 12 months of age and under for sudden infant death syndrome. Right. And so they have taken away some of those words. Um, it passed the house with
0: flying um, colors, Yeah,
1: flying colors. It was like, I think there were two dissenting votes. Um, so what it does is it takes away the word infant. So now it's sudden death. Mm hmm. And it takes away uh, the um, part of the qualification for infant. So it it used to be infant death, and you could call it sudden infant death syndrome if you didn't know what it was. Now it's infant and child, sudden death. And if they're under 12 months of age, then you can call it sudden death. And if they're over 12 months of age, then you can't call it sudden death. (laughs) But it's still a situation of sudden death, or it wouldn't even be in the law whatsoever. And so as we know, children are up to what age now?
0: four Uh, 26 actually yeah Yeah. something like that yeah
1: um so you know um like if you look at the the classification for on the cdc for what classifies as an adult case or um a child case i want to say it's um that the the group that's 25 to 40 is occasionally counted as a child case and the there's over 40
0: as adults. Well, the thing that concerns me is because um, what's been obviously occurring and is the myocardial problems that right. have occurred with the vaccine. And because we've cleared the vaccine down to younger and younger and younger, what we are currently seeing is where there have never been any crash carts on peds units, there mm-hmm. are now, and right. other things. And I think in my interpretation, again, this is my interpretation, and with the way a lot of these bills are written, uh, interpretation is That You could drive trucks through them. Uh But my interpretation on this bill is it's setting up for some of those, not baby deaths, but kids in junior high, high school, dropping dead, as well as probably some of the younger adults. Right. I saw something
1: today that I've never seen before. Driving into Grand Forks, I saw a a small semi-truck for child coffins. I'm, I'm sure I know that there are child coffins. Yes, there are. I've had to consider the purchase of one, and I have because uh, we lost a baby. Um, and I have never seen a delivery truck of them. Granted, I mean, you know, maybe it's just happenstance, but you know we we can see the deaths that are happening as a result of myocarditis and pericarditis and um, the. Which, which V-I-I-T, um, some
0: vaccine-induced something thrombosis. Right, right. Which, um, which, by the way, they have finally come out and very quietly said, yes, that exists, and then right. changed the topic. Right. that they've
1: I mean, the data's there. You can't ignore it. Right. Those things are happening, and it's very obvious that they're caused by the vaccine. Right. Um, but there's more to it than that. Um, one of the things that the COVID um, vaccine itself does is, is uh, you have multiple multiple protections in your body that prevent you from getting cancer. And it turns one of those off. And, like, that's a specific function. Its function is to turn off your ability to prevent cancer. So, yeah, we are seeing a rise in cancer deaths. We're seeing a rise in
0: STDs. We're seeing a rise in kidney problems. I mean, like, everything across the board. Well, I understand all that, and, and there, I understand that there's a lot of people out there who are now assuming that they're ticking time bombs, and they're correct. But but what amuses me, and this is not a subject you can be amused by. But what amuses me is the way that government is attempting to rewrite stuff to cover this, yes. to cover this without having it be openly blatant and in your face. But and and what they're trying to do is cover their asses. Right. Um, for example, uh, we are
1: working on uh, one of the laws. I don't know if I have the number written down. Um,
0: because boy, Please. boy, do they have numbers out there? Like oh, I said, man. over a thousand bills, each of them with their own number.
1: Okay, T- House Bill twelve eighty one repeals the law that had made it a Class A felony to give someone HIV. Mm-hmm. And right, so uh, it's so you can ha- if that? passes that? if that happens and you have HIV and you knowingly share it with another person. Uh, through the transfer of bodily fluids, which, yes, might include sex. Yes, it just might. Um, then uh, it used to be that that was considered murder because HIV led to AIDS, AIDS led to death. Yes, it's a slow murder. It's still murder. So that was illegal. It was a felony. Uh, they're going to try and make that go away. Interesting. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, so just so- why? Uh, well, <laughs> I just
0: can't imagine Here's the thing that that we're going to segue from this. Can I say why real quick? Yeah, please. Okay, so for example, there was an
1: Australian study of people that got the COVID vaccine.
0: Yes, I know.
1: And uh, I want to say within six weeks, 100% of them, like all 250 people, tested
0: positive for HIV. Now, they're going to tell you that that's because they're using that as a catalyst within there to carry the, the right. vaccine. Yes. However, however. Um, I can provide more information that. I was going to say, well, you're going to, but, but to, to which I have <laughs> to say, at what point did they not have the obligation to tell us that that was in the vaccine?
1: Oh, well, you know, that might have uh, increased vaccine hesitancy, and we can't have that. But you
0: see where I'm coming from.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, you know, full disclosure. Like, you know, the whole thing you're not allowed to, it's illegal to coerce someone into something without, especially medical procedures, without providing them with all of the information. They had the information. They intentionally hid it. That's all been proven at this point.
0: Because the only other option is they have no idea what's in their vaccine, which... Right, which we can see that they don't because one, they design
1: these things on a computer system, RNA system, RNA, you know, point by point by point, and they specifically put it all together. They have the ability to do that, and there are eighteen pieces pieces in COVID that have that are um, either HIV or SIV, which is simian HIV. Yeah. Um, So it's there's no way that it's there, and there's no way that it. Mutated to make that because of the way that mutations happen. Mutations happen one
0: piece at a time. Well, see, and, and that- the changes
1: are like 1,700 pieces yes, at a time. Exactly. It's not a pot. And they're also, there's, when you look at the, the the genome for COVID, you know, there are parts of it that are stable. They don't change. That's
0: where the HIV parts are.
1: So it doesn't make any sense. I think we're going to be seeing. Unless you want to believe that the government is not benevolent?
0: Well, I, I think what we're going to be seeing is a lot of legislation, and this is why we need to be watchdogs, and this is why people need to go out and, and find that, that website, which is just basically, I'm going to give you just a little bit of it, but it's ndlegis.gov slash assembly 68 dash 2023 slash bill. If you get that much out there, you'll probably get set to it. It's also on on the website and stuff for you guys to go to. And you
1: can just go to ndlegis.gov dot yep. gov, and then click around until you find the one that says bills and resolutions. Well, it's kind of at the bottom. Didn't I was going to say top, I probably but... have a
0: better chance of finding a unicorn. And I mean, you're oh. good. You're okay. good. I'm a clicker around. Yeah, it. yeah. Okay. I, I unless it's like there. <laughs> All right. I see. I don't. Find things easily anymore, but that's a personal problem. But but to get back to this thing with the with them writing legislature to cover their high knees. Part of this, I believe, is due to the mandates and stuff, and and the way that they used health and human services mm-hmm. pretty much as a crudgel to to beat people into submission as far as mask wearing distancing. Uh, there was even Minot, I know for sure, had if you didn't report. If for you were called as having had access to someone who had COVID. And if you didn't report to, to home and quarantine yourself, they could actually have put you in jail for 30 days and fined you $1,500. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is health and human services taking over legislation and law. And we're going to do a little bit of a dive into this because the legislation that we've seen coming down the pike. Well, health and, is, and human
1: services, is their budget's going to be over $5 billion.
0: Yep. Because, and this is because and they're it's not, setting
1: them up. And it's not just because they're growing. No. It's also because they're cutting some things. Like they used to provide assessments for um, whether or not a child needed to be imprisoned or could go home. They're not going to do that anymore.
0: Well, here's what scares but me. But they are going to do all these other things. Well, it, but, but here's what scares <laughs> me so bad is they're going to start getting into behavioral health and acute psychiatric treatment recommendations. Right, there's a fun bill in there for that. Because the reason this scares me is because, history buff that I am, people that didn't agree with the government in China, people that still don't agree with the government in China, are declared mentally incapable of handling their own lives and stuff, and then they're... They're institutionalized, which is
1: another word for gulag. The, the the designation that women would get when they, you know, were unhappy and they would get sent off to the crazy home.
0: Oh, I can't remember that one, but it wasn't depression, which which no, is... it was like women's problems. Yes, <laughs> yeah, and and so I'm wondering if what we're doing is we're setting us up for. Conservative problems, because what a lot of these sections of these bills do is they allow someone from the Health and Human Service Department to literally come into your home and assess whether or not you're mentally competent enough to take care of yourself, to take care of your children or anything else. And if they decide that you're not, they have the ability to take your assets, to pay for seeing that you are mentally taken care of as well as take your children from you and this to me is is not comf-
1: comforting right there's one that establishes a parenting investigation core
0: give us more information on that because that doesn't tell me a lot well see i, see, I didn't write is... down the bill number for it well see, here okay <laughs> but but let me give you the problem so, when yeah. i'm when i'm looking through these bills Mm-hmm. All right, the devil is in the details, and even more, the devil is in what's left out, the space that you can drive the trucks through. Mm-hmm. And the fact that my—and lo- I'm not saying that my local community health people are evil, but the fact that they've been given this power mm-hmm. is
1: scary. That one's in the um, Attorney General bills, I think. It's not in the Health and Human Services bill. Okay. Because um, it, it it establishes but it does- a Parenting Investigation Corps— And also says that guardian ad litems have to be attorneys, which is interesting because, man, it is really freaking hard to find good guardian ad litems. And if you're going to reduce the number of people from regular people who care about kids to just attorneys, you're not going to find anyone because I, I know a little bit about attorneys. They don't tend to care a lot about people. Sometimes they do. There are some amazing attorneys out there.
0: Well, they're also, the most of them. they're also scared because if right. they go, if they swim against the government stream in North Dakota, right. they are disbarred. Right. So, I mean, we literally—you've got nobody fighting in your corner,
1: right? And you can't. I mean, you could you could go into the law, wanting to make things better for people, but if you step out of line, then you're just going to be disbarred.
0: Well, and the thing that bothers me is looking like uh, a. House Bill 1027, Department of Health and Human Services, Human Service Centers Certified Community Behavioral Health Clinics. Oh, that one, that one got squashed. Totally squashed. It did. Squashed. Good, yeah. because, but there's others. The problem that we yeah, also have, others. the problem we also have with this legislative session is there's not just one bill like this. Right. There's bill after bill after bill with right. different words, but same right.
1: meaning. And if we get back to, you know, the topic we've talked about before, elections. Right. Uh, you would have to be very secure in the, knowing which votes you were going to get in order to take a giant five billion dollar organization, break it up into fifty bills, and expect that they're all going to pass.
0: Well, and then the other part that bothers me is they're they're also looking at a community health worker task force with a report to legislative management, and they've so literally your your entire life is going to be governed by your community health center Mm -hmm. and the task force that runs the community health center, which, by the way, happens to be appointed by the governor. None of these people are elected. Right. So if you remember last time we had a
1: session, we passed that law that said the governor cannot create a mandate for health. I do. And the director of health and human services cannot create a mandate for specific health things like masking. Well, now there's not going to be... A director of Health and Human Services there's going to be a board of 11 to 20 people appointed by the governor
0: yeah okay so I'm, I need to do a quick profit margin break here for Southtown Poorhouse, but we're going to get back to that because, of course, when somebody writes legislation in our favor, what's the first thing they do is find an end run. But where you will not find an end run, as she segues. Well, God, that was good. Southtown Poorhouse. You're watching football, aren't there end runs <laughs> every day? Is a great day at Southtown Poorhouse. Stop in for your favorite drinks and, of course, happy hour. Buy one app and get one half off every day from 6 to 8. And don't forget about their $3 burgers on Tuesdays and their awesome steak specials on Thursday from 5 to 8. Make sure to check out SouthtownPorehouseGF.com to find out when your favorite band is playing live. And by the way, one of my favorite bands out there. Friday, the twenty seventh, it is some shitty cover band. <laughs> every time they every time they play, I just love announcing that one. And on Saturday, twenty eighth, it's Rhyme or Reason. So remember, every day is a great day at Southtown Poorhouse, twenty fifteen Library Circle, next to the Grand Cities Mall. Open Tuesday through Saturday from four p.m. to two a.m. And they're looking to hire. So if you're looking for a job that provides you with good music and a fun atmosphere, please check out Southtown Poor House. Okay, so we we were talking about the fact that they passed some legislation that was designed to take the power away from community health for the mandates for masks and other things and the governor. And so what they're doing this session is putting it right back. Mm
1: -hmm. Right they're they're making it so that we can't say that guy is a bad guy he did a bad thing and so in replacing it with a nameless fam- faceless board of well, you know, we can't fight against it. It's just, you know, we have to do it because the board said so. Well, and you're no and longer the going board against... is composed of people in our community. Yeah, like, exactly.
0: Yeah. That's what I was gonna say. You're no longer going up against one individual. Now you're mm-hmm. going up against what appears to be is it, is going to be something like twenty now?
1: There was two bills. One's eleven. And the other one
0: was twenty. Okay, yeah. <laughs> one's
1: from the Senate. Because if one House. doesn't
0: pass, we'll get the other one ramped through. That's right. the way I look at it. By the way, I just want you to know that that's the reason there's so many similar bills being being run through here is because it's it's our obligation as legislators to make sure we ram one of or the other of these down the people's throats. right and the one that says that we're going to transfer every
1: county health unit into a county behavioral health unit didn't pass right but i mean it's just a a fake for the future like by the way we're going to do this eventually you guys should get used to it and you know get really upset about it now so we can do this other stuff while you're upset about that
0: thing it's the typical thing that they always do. It's um, look at this bright shiny object, and while you get upset with that, and then for like you said, that one bill that we said we got got voted down. So mm-hmm. everybody that's out there is going to do a collective sigh of relief and go, <gasps> yeah, we oh, did something. We won, we right. won. And walk away and forget about it, not realizing there's two or three more of these suckers coming straight down the pipeline that are probably at least one of them is going to get in. Right, and the, the whole thing is, So many people
1: haven't gotten over the idea that government is benevolent because our friends or our neighbors or they work for government because government's the number one employer in the state. So we know people who work for the government, and it's my neighbor, my my neighbor lady works for community health. Absolutely love her; she's adored, adorable. And I'm sure she does what she's told at work, and but she's not the one making the decisions. Those that are making the decisions are not benevolent. And House Bill 1136. um, Take, it seeks to take away more of our freedoms. We. It's actually funny because um, the people that wrote the bill are like, we made this amazing new bill. It's so great. It's going to protect religious freedom. And it's a, actually a complete carbon copy of what we already have in the law. But what we have in the law is it says, if there's an emergency, then the government can restrict Activity, and if it's religious activity, they have to restrict it the same as secular activity, and they have to have a compelling government interest, which generally means money. So, you know, we spent money on these vaccines, you guys all have to have them because that's our compelling interest. Um, But they're taking this out of the emergency section and they want to put it in the human rights section. So, they want to say that your human rights are only valid if they are not in conflict with a government's. Monetary, because I'm going to use the word monetary instead of compelling interest. So, any human right. I mean, I know that it says it, it, it specifically says your religious human rights, but your belief system can be considered your religion. If if I believe that I, that's I'm sorry, Hang on.
0: stop. <laughs> this is the live podcast, stop. people. Make it stop. There we go. Okay. There we go. All right. Well, but here's the thing that 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 just shelled shelled me out was the fact that with with all of these bills coming down, you know one of them's going to probably pass. Yeah. And what's going to happen is as you said, our my neighbor who is a lovely lady and is a member of community health and stuff is going to be given the marching orders of what to do. And the board is going to be saying now I'm going to go up against 11 or 20 people and say, I want to go to church. And mm-hmm. the church is going to tell me, well, I can't have church. Look to Canada. Look to the one pastor that literally. Our Yep.
1: He, ah, something. yeah something. Yeah, he
0: was Polish or something, and and he literally got arrested and thrown in jail because Multiple he times. held services. Right, he would not take no for an answer. Right. And if, if you want to see what's coming down, uh, it looked towards Canada, and it is not a good thing, or New Zealand,
1: or Australia, or I don't know other. Pla- there's lots of places.
0: Well, we seem to be oblivious in believing, and I will I will say exactly what I've heard from so many people. That can't happen here.
1: There's a meme that's um, a picture of a young boy and a a man. And they're like, you know, the the man is consoling the young boy. And the man says, you know, uh, Britain. And the the young boy is is America. And it says, I just wanted to find a place of freedom. And the man says, I know. I'm sorry. But yeah. Yeah you know, it's all fake. It's fake where you are, too. You're, you, there, is, there just is no place for religious freedom. And I'm totally blowing the meme. That's not exactly
0: what it says. It's funny. But, but anyways. Well, but it's, it's not even just about religious freedom, which it is. Yeah. But what happened in Canada was they froze people's bank accounts if they were uh, on the truck. Right. But that's going to be so
1: much easier when they get all yes. the digital stuff
0: passed. Exactly. And and they, and they when that didn't work to get them to leave... Uh, not only did they confiscate the money from the GoFundMe campaigns, but they then went truck to truck uh-huh. and said that we're taking your children and we're taking your animals and we're going to put your dogs. We'll take your gas. We're going to take yeah. your, your, your dogs and your cats to sleep. We're just, we aren't, they aren't even going to get several days at the shelter. They're going to get killed. Your kids are going into child protective services. You're not uh-huh. going to be able to get them back. The, the problem I have when people look at me and say that can't happen here is this. That is the same words the Jewish people said when the right. Nazis took power right. in Germany. And right. I'm not comparing this to North Dakota, but I am. Because what I'm, what I'm comparing this to is the fact that people, with their heads in the sand, mm-hmm. will not be able to see the slight losses of freedom until right. there are no freedoms left to save. Right?
1: I feel like the canary in the coal mine mm-hmm. going, Hello! <laughs> don't
0: you guys see this you know and pe- nobody's paying attention well and uh, the thing is is I understand everyone saying this is tin hat land and that's my favorite one is like with your religious bill that you mentioned where we, I had several people say well that's not what the bill said I said yeah it really kind of is and then I went okay so let's say you're right that's mm-hmm. not what the bill said but let's say I'm right because that's my interpretation that's not what you know that's what the bill said now if that bill is written so poorly mm-hmm. that you have that opinion of it and I have that opinion of it, who is out there to say that that bill on the flick right. of an election can't go from where it's for religious freedom to not being for religious There's a poster freedom?
1: Out there in the hallway for a new upcoming presentation called the lifespan of a fact. And it says, if truth is if lies are more interesting, do facts matter?
0: And that's where we're going. Well, see, the problem that I run into is if the facts are too ugly, people prefer the lie. Yes, absolutely. Michelle Obama said that.
1: Did Did she? Yeah, she did. Wow.
0: Well, it makes me want to
1: scrape my (laughs)
0: tongue. (laughs) But but, but seriously, and it's concerning to me. Because it reminds me of the little kid that pulls the covers up over their head because and won't put their leg out, even if they're too no. warm, because they think the monster's... In, but as long as I'm under the covers, right. I'm safe. Right. But people, you don't have the covers. The government has the covers. And at any point in time, you're theirs. Right.
1: Well, and one of the things that, that I know I talked to you about, Kit, was um, religion isn't defined specifically but we know that it's something that is important to you, something you spend a lot of time and money on. So could we perhaps say that Kit's religion is some form of exercise? And could the government define that those who attend the gym six times a week are participating in the religion of gymnasium? <laughs> and then that that is an unhealthy thing, and if you want to do that, you have to do X, Y, and Z. I mean, because... We don't have definitions. I mean, it, a lot of people have said, well, this this law 1136 that, you know, grants religious freedom um, is granting it to you. No, it's not granting it to you. It's telling when we can take it away, first of all. But it copies a federal law. Well, it copies a federal law from 1993, the Religious Freedom Act of America. And that one specifically says, hey, here's an example of a case where somebody went to court like um, – Maybe like if your religion um, included bodily mutilation of your children. And the court said, hey, that's not okay. So the law itself is long. It's many, many pages long. It has all of these examples. This is not okay because that's a compelling government interest. Our law doesn't have that. Our law says if there's a compelling government interest, then you can't have your religion, and then um, the government has to do the released the least restrictive way to take your religion away from you. There's no definition of that. But at the end, it says, hey, if you didn't like it, then you can sue us. Well, I know somebody who's been suing the government. It's costing them hundreds of thousands of dollars. I don't have hundreds of thousands of dollars. Most Most people don't. don't. Right. And we certainly don't have hundreds of thousands of dollars to defend ourselves for our
0: religion. Well, and here's the other thing. Words and wording matter, especially in the law. Yeah, I mean, it it gets down. It gets down to periods, commas, hyphens in the law. And what scares me is the fact that when you read a lot of these, uh, first of all, your eyelids close and your eyes roll back in your head because of the way because of the way they're written. it's like gobbledygook. What does that mean? But 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 the problem I have with it is is that it's intentionally written in such a vague manner on many of these bills that I've looked at. You have mm-hmm. all of this waffle room. And because people are literally out there marrying their cats, de- declaring <laughs> themselves dogs, uh be, be, we're we're having literal knockdown dragout fights over freaking pronouns. It's mm-hmm. obviously important how things are worded. Right. But we're supposed to in a lot of these legal um, documents that I'm seeing, right. if I have to check trust. with you
1: which pronoun you want me to use, whether you want me to use he or her or him or Gloria for your pronoun. Mm-hmm. Then obviously words matter.
0: Well, but but that's the thing, but but they're but they're writing these laws with the intention of, of vagueness making, yes. so that like I said you read the law, I read the law. We yeah. had the same opinion, but I talked to two people that had the exact opposite opinion, and we both read the same law. Right. That's the problem.
1: Yeah, it is. And the, the, it just, I mean, with the 1136 and the religious freedom thing, um, you know, there are people that think that it protects you. No, it doesn't, because it pro- all the government has to do is file some paperwork to take away your religious freedom. I mean, is the government good at paperwork? Oh, yeah. Do they have people around who like to do paperwork and get and paid to do paperwork? Else? And yeah. I mean, like, that's like saying that in North Dakota, you're never going to slip on the ice. Because there's a law that says you're not going to slip on the ice.
0: <laughs> well, and, and you're, very, you're very correct. And that's, that's what's so scary. And what, what really terrifies me is it comes down again to money. Yep. Every time I take a look at this stuff, it comes down to money. I'm going to do a real quick executive properties profit margin break. Paul, are you ready to rock on that for me? Maybe not. Wait a minute. Paul, can you do executive properties? Great.
1: Our team of professionals at Executive Properties Construction have over 30 years of experience. We pride ourselves on doing quality work at a reasonable rate for our customers. Just check out what past customers have said in our amazing Google reviews. Then contact us today to get started on a bid for your next project. You can call us at 701-330-1273 or email info at executiveproperties.org. And check it out. We're hiring. We're building our new team for snow removal for this upcoming season. Contact Jess for more info at jess at executiveproperties.org.
0: How important is money? Well, let's take a look at this. This was actually uh, in my paper. And the reason it's important is because of we were just talking about religion. And in my opinion, I happen to think climate change is a religion. Okay. for many people. And we're looking at something that's coming down that's very scary to me, that again is in this legislative session. And it's uh, it involves these uh, CO2 pipelines, okay? And presentations were made by Lynn Helms, Director of Department of Mineral Resources, and John Haru with the Energy and Environmental Research Center at the University of North Dakota. Obviously, these are two people that have... Money in the game. There's a reason why they're they're looking forward to. Are you to, sure about that? I, I really do believe that these uh, these are people whose departments n- will benefit greatly mm. from the CO2 capture, mm-hmm. and our legislator, uh, if for District 20. Uh, Belton and Haggard both co-wrote this, so I'm going to throw this at them. Say the pragmatic approach being that regardless of our personal opinions about carbon impacts, there is a serious monetary opportunity available. <laughs> Rather than treating carbon as a hazardous waste, it presents an opportunity to gain economically with the Q45 tax credit for carbon capture, utilization, and storage. The only way to realize this opportunity is to use pipelines to transport CO2 from where it's produced to where the storage areas are.
1: Okay, so instead of North Dakota being used to grow food... We're gonna be. We're gonna use it to store hazardous
0: waste. And as long as it's making this money, that's just Jim Dandy. Right. And the other bad thing that comes with this is the fact that there's other legislation out there because we won't put all the legislation together. We see what we do is we we spot it around. Yep. So that until you put all the pieces of the jigsaw puzzle together, you Don't have no, no idea sense. what the picture is. Mm-hmm. And what's coming down is they're already coming forth with legislation on these pipelines, where there's going to be eminent. Main use available. So if you don't want the pipeline, but a sufficient amount of your neighbors do, guess what? You're getting a pipeline. They're going to take your land from you. The next thing that troubles me so much is that there's another piece of legislation saying that none of these pipelines are going to be subject to property tax.
1: Gee, isn't that handy?
0: Isn't it right? So they're going through all of this dance right now to try to alleviate us supposedly from property tax. They're saying, "What a financial boon right. this is going to be!" But they be don't have to. For. But they don't have to pay property taxes.
1: The state of North Dakota itself isn't going to do this. They're going to hire a private company to do this, and then that private company is not going to ha- have to pay property taxes.
0: I Bingo. wonder who owns those
1: private companies. And who's going to benefit from having their land used as storage location. And here's another good question. Um, What happens if there's an accidental leak of CO2 in a great quantity?
0: Wait, wait, wait. I I read the legislation. Guess what? There's an actual line in this legislation that says they can't have any leaks. I kid you freaking not.
1: This is great. I'm yep. so glad they fixed the possibility yep. Yep. of things leaking. I wonder if they could do that for other they, things. They
0: said it absolutely has to be assured that there will be no accidental leaks. Right. I cannot make this crap up, folks. It's mm-hmm. in the law. Right. So, and, and you know what? The you nice- know what's going to happen if there is a
1: leak. There won't be. You won't be able to prosecute someone for causing the leak because legally leaks don't happen.
0: Well, you want to know the funny funny thing I like about this is that's the same law that says if we take all of the guns away from all of the legal owners who aren't out to kill anybody, Uh that we won't have any more gun deaths because all the bad guys won't have guns either. It's the same type of freaking idiotic legislative mentality. Well, we wrote a law. Well, big freaking deal. Mm -hmm.
1: It's kind of like the port north of here, you know. There's this big port. You have to drive through it to get to Canada. But nobody talks about the fact that there's a road every single mile all the way across North Dakota with nothing on it.
0: Yeah, and you know what? They're, they were just talking in Canada, because I get the Canadian radio stations, about uh, an Indian, as in Pakistani family, that, that came over and was actually a husband and wife and two kids for sure, maybe three, that froze to death. Mm-hmm. walking because they'd been dumped by their coyotes and, uh-huh. and were walking across the fields up there and, of course, weren't dressed for it, had no concept. You know what? Our legislators should pass a law so that that can't happen. Well, see, that's the same thing I'm saying. And when you look at a lot of these laws, they're exactly like that. There is no sense in them. And then there's the ones that scare me to death, which is similar to the, uh, the personal privacy bill. Here we go. This one's coming down from the... Ah, what's the... What's my opinion on the great replacement theory? I don't even know what that is. Yeah, I don't know what that is either. Can you be more specific? We're getting emails from people that are listening. God Thank bless you, Thub listeners. Thub123, for asking so, a question. So, yeah, Thub123, please let me know what that great replacement theory is, and I will tent- attempt to expound on it for you while I'm waiting for them to get back to me. Personal privacy, this is sponsored by the Attorney General. And I know you liked this one, too, because what they want to do is they want to be able to issue... Warrants for your electronic communication information, which uh, happens to mean the transfer of signs, signals, writings, images, sounds, data, or intelligence of any nature in whole, or in part by wire, radio, electromagnetic, photoelectric, or photo-optical system. Funny, they're damn specific about that one, but they can't get specific on the religion one? You know what's real interesting about that? They want to have
1: access, without a warrant, to all of our images. And yet... They're also trying to pass a law to make any government image inaccessible by a FOIA request.
0: Well, that's so, right. Yeah. The, or at least the body you-
1: cams are also already not available. That's correct. But they want to make it any image captured by any kind of government employee in a private setting is not available for FOIA.
0: Well, what the deal is... Who are we protecting? We're protecting them from judicial watch. We're protecting them from being able to go out for a drink with somebody and start expounding on what's really happening in Mm -hmm. their departments. And then when it comes down to being prosecuted, none of that is legally being able to be brought into court. Project Veritas. Yeah, Project Veritas. But they can can come to us and do a deep dive... Right. Into into notwithstanding chapter twenty nine twenty nine, any official or employee of the state or a unit of the county or local government of the state may, under conditions specified in this section, obtain a warrant requiring disclosure of electronic. Any freaking person out there that wants to know what the hell it is you're doing, right. it just says any official or employee of the state or a unit of the state. Now we've just talked about the fact that Health There's, and Human Services has a lot of power. What's the Say they don't want to go out on my Facebook page, do a deep dive so they can find out what some of the stuff that I'm posting, which is shadow banned most of the time. So anyways,
1: or not anyways, but to add to that, um, like the law that 1042 that um, gets rid of SIDS and replaces it with sudden death. It says, in addition, it adds this new part that they can use any intrinsic or extrinsic factor. And an intrinsic factor is something related to your kid. Yep. And an extric- extrinsic factor is anything else.
0: You anything are a bad else. parent. You you put your kid to bed at, and didn't be do it right. could
1: be that my neighbor posted something on, uh, inappropriate on Facebook, and my kid suddenly died, so then... There's an investigation, and it doesn't have anything. Doesn't have to have anything at all to do with the situation of the child being sick. Nothing.
0: What this allows is a fishing expedition. Uh Somebody wants to target you because you're being annoying, because you're questioning government, you're questioning what's going down. So what this allows them to do is, without your knowledge, they're going to do a deep dive into all. Of yep. your electronics, your, your your texts on your cell phone, if you've got a Telegram account, if you've got a Proton Mail account, Everything. anywhere you've left a footprint electronically, which today is everywhere, uh-huh. they have the ability to go in and tell. They find something that they can use against you, and that's right. exactly what this is. Well,
1: and there are weird, I mean, there's, there are weird laws. If you want to talk about pieces of the puzzle that don't fit, okay? There's a law that they want to pass to make... Uh, inseminating your fertility patient with your own semen illegal. Well, um,
0: is that uh, happening somewhere? Because that's an issue. Actually, um, it has.
1: But in North Dakota,
0: don't know. But I do know that it has happened. But, but right. But there's, to a, which there's another say. one.
1: Go ahead. There's an okay. Yeah, I get like okay. That should be illegal. I, I totally agree with that. But like, why did it come up? Yeah. There's another one that says that. Um, Prisoners are able to sell things that they've made to state employees. Only state employees. What, what, what is it the prisoners are
0: selling to state employees? And why is? it... And it's, it's
1: only for their personal use. And why, why is it so
0: important that that become that be written into law?
1: We already have. You know, you can choose as a prisoner to make something and sell it through a system,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but you can't sell it individually. So you can now, as a prisoner, would be able to individually, if they pass this law, sell something that you made for personal use for somebody that is a government employee.
0: You know, it's just weird. Well, what's so scary to me is there's there's like we said, there's over a thousand. Of these bills and stuff, these I think it's like nine hundred and ninety-seven. Yeah, well, it, it's, it's it's ridiculous. A lot, it's right? a lot, and when you once we get to the amendments, it's going to. Well, be... Well, and the
1: other thing is, is that they pushed out what uh, I want not say seven hundred the first day, and they started voting on them.
0: That's what I was going to say. They the the thing that bothers me is the speed with which this stuff is done and mm-hmm. the inability of any human any human, right. to have been able to actually... Which is actually why it goes to
1: committee, and then why the people that are supposed to represent us just do whatever the committee says. So, like, the thing about religious freedom again, you know, the judicial committee committee said that you should pass it. And guess what? It got 100% of the votes. Because nobody read it, and even if they did read it, they wouldn't read it, they wouldn't understand it, or they wouldn't care. And they're just going to do what the judicial committee told them to because... That's part of the reason why they got elected because they're people that do what they're told
0: see and that's that's what the thing is that we don't we have darn few actual representatives anymore yeah, and we have say, darn few people that elected. want to listen but to anybody but the people that they feel beholden to I mean like I said we this is about ladies and gentlemen this is about follow the money mm-hmm. like I said here I've got I've got these two representatives for the house from district 20. And and no matter what you think of, or your personal opinions about carbon impacts, it's this a money is a money maker for who?
1: Yeah, obviously it's for the guys the guys that wrote that because it's sure
0: not a money maker for me. And to be honest, we are expelling carbon dioxide right now. <laughs> So I'm sitting here, and, and no offense, but my garden really likes it in the summer. Mm-hmm. There's This is insanity, and they keep telling us about how much of an economic moneymaker it's going to be before the state. Ar, ar, ar. But here's the problem. There's no, I, there's nothing I can see that's going to benefit me. Mm-hmm. Because, oh, wait, wait, wait. We're going to save the planet. Okay, well, I'm one of those... Honorary SOBs, who doesn't believe in this carbon BS and this climate change. So how am I going to be benefiting from this? I am not. Even so, I mean, if you look at the other programs that they've had, like um,
1: tire uh, biodegradable systems, like you can buy tires and store them on your land and get money for biodegrading tires, except then it may poison your land that you then can't use to grow things so hey it might make you some money up front but if it screws your family farm oh oh the family farm law
0: yes i was gonna go with that some good go go go
1: the, they want to make it so that the family farm law is just basically void they're not going to do it anymore now if the law passes they are going to be able to um Farm owners are going to be able to sell their land to the highest international bidder. There will no longer be a requirement that your family farm stay within your family. And
0: I want to point out, you want to know why this was done? money, because North Dakota's lagging behind in dairy and cattle operations. Oh, oh yeah, that's the and, explanation and, for it and, in the law. And, is and we could be so behind in
1: technology. Our farming industry is way behind in technology. Really? Because uh, I've seen some pretty fancy stuff out there in those fields. I'm pretty sure we're not behind in technology, and that's a bunch of...
0: You know what? The cheap tractors, and I mean the cheap tractors nowadays, right. you actually, when they get to the end of the road, you physically have to turn them. And other than that, they're run by GPS. Uh-huh. So, but the expensive ones will even turn for you. Right. I mean, this is not The person
1: that, that drives them, like, is they monitor the situation. They don't do the driving.
0: They do not. And, and this is the thing that bothers me so much, is the fact that slowly, drip by drip by drip, we are losing control of our land, Property, our state, and everything else, and it's all coming back down to money. Just like these two geniuses that I've got running in my district, it will no matter what you believe. It's a rare money. It's a serious monetary opportunity. I want opportunity. to know
1: if Jared Haggart is going to sell his family farm to the largest bidder. I bet you he's not. I bet you they're just going to wait for. They're just going to let it be those people who have had a death in the family. Or something. Oh, and there's also the change for the, um, the taxes and how that affects not just your income tax, but also if your elderly parent dies and they leave you a big chunk of land, guess what? You're going to have way less taxes on that. And that's not suspicious at all. It's not like we're planning on having something that might really greatly increase the death of everyone over the age of 65 and then have a lot of property transfer hands and we want to lower the property taxes. No, it couldn't be that.
0: Oh, we're going to get back into that one here soon. And in fact, next week, if you're interested in property taxes, we're going to be doing another deep dive into property taxes because um, it's nasty what's going on out there. Mm -hmm. And I've got some, some more personal stories and stuff, but first I want to talk about something that is wonderful and it is called life advantage. And I want to ask you, do you take collagen? And have you heard about the one-of-a-kind collagen? This collagen not only replenishes your body, but helps your body create its own collagen using natural products, and it maintains it. To find out more about this amazing product, contact Stephanie Kronelka and LifeVantage. For more information, check out stephk.lifevantage.com or text 701-230-9306 or or email skbesthealth at gmail.com, and you can biohack your life with LifeVantage. And if everything I said just blew past you, you can click on the link on gfbestsource.com, and it'll take you directly to LifeVantage. It is easy-peasy to take care of yourself. All right, I want to talk a little bit about that, some more about that, because what the deal is is that... If the corporate farming law is disposed of, once again, for the almighty dollar, what is going to happen to a lot of our elderly people that are trying to pass on? It's already difficult because of taxes to pass on a farm. What's going to happen now if the kids are going, well, I can go to the highest bidder? Right.
1: And then what's going to happen to North Dakota when all the farms are owned by the
0: highest international bidder? And, That's not going to be a good thing. And and we're talking internet. it could be anybody. Yeah. And I mean if we if if there's a group of people that had heart attacks over Fu Fang, imagine when Fu Fang has the plant and owns all the land that it's going to grow the corn on right. and I mean think people put the dominoes together and What's understand.
1: Yeah, I mean give it 10 years. How, what percentage of North Dakota is going to be owned by an international entity that has no name and no face? And, you know, hey, uh, let's say the tractor comes into your yard, messes up your property, uh, sprays you with chemicals, hurts your kid, whatever. I don't know. You're not going to be able to do anything about it because you're going to have to call a help desk line somewhere on the other side
0: of the world to even try to get to a hold of someone to explain the problem. Not just that, but the few people that try to hold out and manage and maintain, they're going to have all of these huge operations around them that are going right. to be screwing. It's going to be like being surrounded by Walmart, and you're the small business guy. Yep. And Walmart's dictating what the prices are and everything else, and you get to sit there until you rot.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then those big corporations that come in, they're going to get... Like tax breaks and stuff because they're investing in North Dakota. And gosh, we just have to have people invest in North Dakota.
0: Well, and that's the money. Well, that's the easiest way. And that's the best excuse I've ever seen whenever a, a company wants to come in here is well, we have to give them tax breaks or they'll go elsewhere. Okay. Go elsewhere because there's got to be a way we can get a corporation that wants to come here for another reason other than the fact that you're going to increase my property taxes, which, by the way, you tell me at the state level you have no control over. But by golly, you sure seem to have control over a lot when you need to. I watched
1: a video of a legislator in Bismarck talking about um, the laws that are going through it and, and how we needed to do these things so that we could bring new employees to North Dakota. And he said... I, I'm, I'm pretty good at remembering things. Pretty sure this is the quote. Besides, why would anyone want to move to North Dakota?
0: Yeah, well, there and you that's go. And that's our
1: legislator. They're representing. Why would they represent us if that's what they really think?
0: Well, you know, that ties into another thing, which is where they're actually writing legislation now where we're going to be able to bring in immigrants mm-hmm. For the purpose of employment. In other words, what they're going to be doing is they're going to be doing rather what Lutheran Social Services does, but because the state took over that department too now, remember how the state went in and took over Lutheran Social Services? So now the state is going to be able to bring in immigrants to do the work, And, and they're going to be flooding us with people that, of course, aren't going to know the language, aren't going to know the culture. And aren't going to care sometimes. And, and are going to have what investment here except for the paycheck? Mm-hmm. And are how many of them are, when especially when they first get here, aren't going to be on health and human services because health and human services is going to be in control of the SNAP program and everything else. This is all coming together for all of these departments are going to dovetail to work together people to put actual citizens like you and me out of the They're not just
1: expanding it. They're privatizing sections of it. There's a specific law. I'm not sure if, let's see. Uh, 1045, privatizes the licensed provider inspections, because it actually says that they don't have enough time. If Health and Human Services has five point whatever billion dollars and they don't have enough time, then one, that's a problem. But two, they're going to privatize inspections of licensed care providers. Which is more money. Which One, is more money. It spreads the money out more. But also, I mean, like... Health and Human Services—the the concept of that back at the beginning of North Dakota in the 1800s was to inspect healthcare providers, and that was it. Like, it, it wasn't yeah. to handle the SNAP no, program. No, like, it, I mean, if you think back to when you know, if you wanted to get your tooth pulled, you had to go to a pharmacist. You know, I mean, it was to make sure that their utensils were clean. I mean, that was it.
0: But see, that's the thing. What they're doing is they're turning. Everyday things that are normally handled between, like you and your doctor, mm-hmm. you and your shrink, right. you and your whoever, and now it's going to be handled by you and the state, right? And
1: the state also is forcing um, care providers to utilize, um, you know, the the big company in the sky for all of their um, records storage. And if you want to keep your own records, you can't. You have to use the big records company in sky.
0: And I also read something where they want to be able to have the ability to have all of your records in in a central location so that it can be disseminated as needed, not just for health purposes, but for legal purposes and other things to any other bureaucratic department that sends them a request.
1: Right, which would, again, bring me back to elections. Sorry, everyone. Uh, The voter rolls. We can't have the voter rolls because they access all of your information, right? Well, they shouldn't be accessing my health information.
0: No, they should not. And they not. say
1: that they only access whether or not you're dead. That's only part of the health record that they access. But the fact that they access my health record to begin with is an issue. And there's no proof that they don't do anything of like that because North Dakota is the, to quote Dr. Frank, the most um, non-visible, there's a word.
0: Non-transparent. Uh,
1: non-transparent state in the United in the United States we are the worst at sharing what's actually happening
0: oh no 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 we're not they are in fact if you try to go out to their website and look at their bills and they'll tell you how their number one opportunity is for transparency that's why these bills are out there it's right, right in the top that's of the, why right on top of the website bill, you'll see it there
1: House bill 1035 is stored as file two three eight zero five two zero one zero zero zero.
0: Which doesn't have a ten thirty-five in it at all, but yeah, totally transparent. Mm-hmm. You see, and that's why I'm I'm trying to give people these, these inform this information as to where to go out and look at these bills. You don't have to look at all of nine hundred and ninety-nine ninety-seven of them. Whatever, you don't 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 have to do that. But what I would like you to do is go out and punch on some of these and see what is going on at the sixty-eighth uh, or yep sixty-eighth legislative session. I In would North like Dakota to see right everyone
1: now. contact their legislator or their senator and say, "I don't want you to vote on anything unless you've actually read the bill and you can prove to me that you read it." Because if we just did that, man, that would cut back a lot. Because well, I know what 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 of these new laws are so important that somebody's going to die if we don't get them.
0: Well, I know what it would really cut back on would be all the trips to the restaurants for the adult beverages after each session that occurs that they, that run well into the wee hours when people probably maybe should be actually reading the bills rather than schmoozing. But I know they'll tell you that, well, that's how government's done. That's how we, that's how we, how it's that's how we talk. Yeah. And North which, Dakota is backroom deal state. To which I have to say that is the problem with our government. This is not the way government should be being done. It's supposed to be done by people who don't
1: want to do it. Because, but will do it because they care, not by people who want to do it so they can have power and will just use the power willy-nilly and vote for whatever because they don't actually care.
0: Well, and I love the fact that all of our politicians and stuff are, are so worried about... Uh, Carbon capture? N- well, not just that, but they're worried about what they're being paid because I remember there was mm-hmm. quite a complaint at the, uh, the last, last session that some guy was eating... Um, Oh, wieners and beans or something out of a can and he thought that was just terrible because he just the the per diem wasn't big enough and, and all this other stuff and I'm just I'm just sitting here going, you know what, dude, boo frickin' who. If you don't wanna be there, if you don't want to be open up a opening up a can well, the way that we have Nobody thinks you have
1: to go. The way that we have it set up, it, it's nearly impossible to be a legislator without already being wealthy. Because No, I know it's only it's once every two years, it's four months. What job is going to give you four months off? You already you have to have the ability to just not do something for four four months, for for a work for four months and not have that affect you. And I there are very, very few people who fit in that category.
0: Well, and the other thing is, to be honest with you, if if you're worried about what you're being paid, Mm. you're in the wrong job. Yeah. The, the the job isn't to supposed to be about what you're being recompensed well, I and mean, I don't
1: think that that our legislators are actually worried about what they're being paid. Oh but you, you might you
0: might be surprised. You I think know they'll why? talk
1: about it because they want more money. Yes. I
0: I don't think they're worried about it. I think they want more money. Well, it comes down even to the to the city. Um I'm gonna get I'm gonna get Slapped on the hand for this one, but the Hillsborough City Commission on Tuesday voted 4 to 1 to increase commissioners' annual salaries. Now, in their defense, they wanted to make sure they said marking the first time city leaders have approved raising their pay in more than two decades. Commissioners agreed to bump their earnings from $1,800 to $4,800 per year. And to increase City Commission President Levi Reese's pay from two thousand four hundred to six thousand six hundred dollars per year. And the reason? Because other comparable sized cities were paying their you know why is it they always go out and look for comparable-sized cities that are paying their people more? Now, if you go to the complete end of the article, which, of course, nobody ever does, I you'll just find... just at the headlines. I didn't find, care about the rest of well, it. Well, you'll find that there's plenty of other cities that actually don't do that. Not every North Dakota similar in size to Hillsborough is paying more in 2020, on however, Harvey, population 1780, pays its city council members 1,200 a year. Washburn, 1,300 people. Doling out eighteen hundred, but see what they want to do is they want to, well we're not paying people enough and stuff, and of course this is this is the type of rationale. I'm not just picking on the Hillsborough City Council. What I'm saying is this is the rationale that we hear every time for school board members, mm-hmm. for for all these people who say, well they're getting paid more over there, right?
1: That's how many BS. bills are there for H- health and human services that add four jobs, and it takes one and a half million dollars to pay those four people. And, I mean, which of us wouldn't want to have a job where we got to vote ourselves into a higher salary?
0: The thing is, is the justification isn't the fact that, oh, and by the way, you people are going to have to pay for this. Right. The justification is, well, somebody somewhere is making more. People in the open market, somebody somewhere is always making more than you. Suck it up. This is called public service. Well, and we, I don't know. Here's the thing. we got we got a minute left. We've covered a wide range of stuff. The, the one thing I want I want to tell people is this is complicated for a reason. That does not mean you cannot inform yourself. I want you to go out to the links, and I want you to find these 997 bills, and I want you to page down through them. And It's not that difficult once you get in there, but you click on the bill. It gives you an explanation of the bill. It tells you whether it's gone to... Um, committee, or, or it's been amended, or what's going on, your eyes will tend to roll back in your head. But people, this is your life. This is your children's mm. lives, your grandchildren's it lives. It sucks the life out of
1: you. It does. I mean, as you, you read these bills, and your eyes go crosswise, and you're like, oh, what the heck?
0: And it takes a lot of effort, but man, it's important. I got to tell you, if you don't think Trish and I would rather be sitting back, eating bomb bombs with a nice glass of wine at night, watching some horrible reality television show. All right. Then that, that, you don't know us very well. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, but, but I mean, if it, in the grand scheme of things, if my biggest worry was, you know, what am I going to wear this tomorrow for, mm-hmm. for, for the, for the gym or whatever, but this people is important. And I know you're all busy. I get it. I understand. But if we don't do something and if we don't start paying attention now, the fox is in the hen house, mm-hmm. and it not only is and in there the was hen all house, of his friends yeah, and, and having a party, and and it's not only in the hen house, it's it's. It's picking out chickens to to live or die. And Mm -hmm. ladies and gentlemen, this is not good. Next week, we are going to be talking more about property taxes. I know we're almost out of time here, but I want to leave you with something. When Mitch was here, he talked about the family that had been evicted because of the $188 bill that they had in property tax that they didn't even know they had. Um, A couple of days after the show, and and Mitch sent this show out to everybody. I'm not saying the show is responsible because Mitch did the work, but I want to say something that ripping the Band-Aid off of things and exposing them does amazing things because two days later, after the show was sent to all the legislators and all the TV stations and everything else, those people are back in their house. That was reversed. So it's important for us to be able to expose and have a voice. We gotta talk about stuff. I mean we have to we we, get involved. We have to we have to be able to have a, a the Grand Forks best source is one of the best places for you to find information about what's going on. Not just with Common Sense Uncensored but with their other shows and stuff. And I have to tell you mm-hmm. people, the way they win is by having you be uninformed. Yep. That's, that's, that's why the they released line.
1: 900 and blah, yep. blah, 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 blah and bills voted all on, at
0: once. And voted on 700 of them, basically back to back. So next week, be with us for property tax horrors and maneuvers, round two. We'll be trying to keep you informed. Ladies and gentlemen, stay alert. Protect yourselves. Protect your family. Be involved. Love you all. Take care. Bye-bye.